It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch. And I'm Zreen Sneaky. Well, I can't believe it, but somehow the Olympics are here again and forcing us to relive 2020. You Not can't really. believe it? We've been waiting for it for a whole year. <laughs> Have we? I don't. I forgot about them, and now I want to forget about them again. Um, today we're cautiously diving into the 2020 Olympics. Diving games. into, Get you it? say? <laughs> Is but, it platform diving or yes. springboard? Yes. And, and I'll tell you about the kind of pool that you're going to be diving into. A Synchronized later. diving. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, Becky, what's your not over it? Well, Zreen, in the spirit of the Olympics, I decided to go with some Olympics uh, nostalgia. I was thinking back on Olympics, Olympicses, Olympicses, past Olympics, and some of the standout moments. And when I think about summer Olympics, and I think about swimming, many people think about Michael Phelps, but not me. I think about Ryan Lochte. Remember Ryan Lochte? Of course you do. He was sort of always in the shadow of Michael Phelps, but really did everything he could to get as much attention as he could. Remember when he tried to make yeah happen yeah as a word that he invented it was like his signature word that i don't even know if it became a meme or went viral but it, it was really a thing that he tried to make happen then they gave him his own reality show what would ryan lochte do god i forgot about the reality show remember when he exaggerated a story about someone holding a gun to his head in rio at a gas oh, station good god remember his scandal anyway ryan lochte won't be at the Olympics, but I'm still I'm still not over the whole existence of Ryan Lochte. And if you're dying to know what Ryan Lochte's current life and pool look like, he's going to be a featured in an upcoming episode of MTV's Cribs reboot, which is coming back just a few weeks after I was wondering why Cribs ever got canceled. So we, we you will listen to existence. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if I were the Ryan Lochte edition was <laughs> the one that I was specifically <laughs> hoping for, but we, we take what we can get, I suppose. Um, what about you? Well, piggybacking off of your Olympics theme and Rio, I am not over. Do you remember in the 2016 Olympics at Rio when two pools magically turned into Shrek sweat overnight? What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> what? <laughs> they were coined as the fart smelling pools. <laughs> Wait, were they coined, coined as Shrek sweat or did you just make no, that, that up? No, that was me. That's just me. Look at you. But they they were a very distinct green color, and it was the the diving pools. Oh, uh, this um, is sort of coming back to me. Yeah, and they, like, smelled really bad, and, and everybody was like, what the hell is going on in that pool? But later on, it was noted that it happened because, like, some contractor poured hydrogen peroxide in the diving well, which makes sense, like, in the middle of the games. Um, but I just remember that image everywhere, and I was just like, ew, are they going to make them dive into that? So hopefully something like that happens again. That'd be fun. 
so many fond memories. Well, we don't really know what we're going to get from this year's Olympics, but we know it's going to be memorable, maybe for the right reasons, maybe for the wrong reasons. So let's get into this year's, the 2021 Tokyo Summer Olympics. Well, to, to help you out there, they're actually called the 2020 Olympics, just to confuse us even more. There well, says who? <laughs> says who? According to the Olympics, the people of the Olympics, the overlords, um, they're still going to refer to them as John the Olympics. <laughs> John Olympics coined that these are going to be the 2020 Olympics. And yes, they're kicking off soon. Um, we are recording this episode prior to kickoff, FYI. So um, they're going to So if air... the Olympics are canceled, <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> It does seem like any day now it might happen. I know, that's true. So they're going to go through August 8th, airing on NBC. My YouTube TV will not stop asking me which events I would like to record. And now I'm recording every single one of them. So More events. <laughs> More events. You want that shot put. You want that <laughs> archery. I want it all. Injected into my veins. You want that karate. 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 The new sports. We'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, safe to say the Olympics have had a bit of a dark cloud hanging over them. They you were don't say. They were, they were first pushed back in March of 2020. Remember that? The no, good, the good I don't want to remember The that. salad days. Um, so yeah, they were postponed uh, a year ago, basically pushed back a year. Fun fact... This is only the third time the Olympics have either been canceled or postponed. And the other two times were because of the First World War and then World War II. Valid, both valid reasons yes. to cancel the Olympics. So the first time Olympics have been canceled or postponed, not due to war. But some might say it feels like we've, we've been in a wartime. Some would say that. I don't know if I can say that. Anyway, it seems like as we inch closer to the games every day... There's been a new headline, people calling for, should we just cancel the whole entire thing? I mean, the world is still dealing with the pandemic. The world is still dealing with getting vaccinated. Now enter the Delta variant. So much excitement. It's hard to keep up with it all. Tokyo has been reporting its highest COVID number since January. Tokyo is in a state of an emergency. What is Mm. your perspective on this? Do you think they should have kept going with this? Do you think they should have canceled it? Um, do I think they should have canceled a huge event welcoming thousands and thousands of people from other countries during a global pandemic where a pandemic is raging in their own country? Mm, no, I'd say keep it, <laughs> keep it, keep it going. This <laughs> seems safe enough. <laughs> seems like a good idea. Um, I think when your country is in a literal state of emergency, it warrants canceling things. Well, I mean, it's unclear if Tokyo would have declared a state of emergency if they weren't hosting the Olympics. It seemed like they did that as part of a preventive measure to batten down the hatches, but it didn't really work because COVID's already infiltrated the Olympic Village. And we'll talk a little bit more about the COVID effects in a minute, but this is not, believe it or not, the only controversy that the Olympics has been facing this year. You don't say. You don't say. Well, yes, to your point, it's not just COVID that has been causing all this controversy um in in june 21 year old shikari richardson who is the fastest woman in america um was on the top headlines when she won the 100 meter dash in the olympic trials which basically confirmed her trip to tokyo and days later she was suspended for a month because she tested positive for 
marijuana use, which is, you know, has discredited her, discredited her win in the 100 meter dash and then later um, made it official that she would not be able to complete compete in the Tokyo Olympics at all, which is a two pronged problem. A marijuana is legal in where she smoked it um, and has become legal in many states over the past year or so. So I think in that sense, it feels a little silly to, I don't know, discredit someone for using a drug that is that she did so legally. Well, I also, <laughs> just the idea that I know marijuana would be a performance enhancer. I know. Really funny <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially I, for running. Like, no. can you imagine? I mean, that would make it more fascinating. I'm not going to lie. Like, that seems like a No, what? A marijuana, handicap. you... No, people smoke weed and watch Avatar and have nightmares. Like, that's what marijuana is for. It's not... I'm not trying to, like, smoke weed and then be like, you know what I want? A hundred meter dash. And in her case, specifically, when she... She made a public appearance on the Today Show and apologized. And she said the reason why she was smoking marijuana was because she found out from a reporter that her biological mother had died. So she was raised by her grandmother. And she said, you know, imagine learning this from a a random reporter. And she basically just said, you know, she went into shock. She went into emotional panic. That definitely was a very heavy topic on me. And people don't understand what it's like to have to. Or people do. We all have our different struggles. We all have our different things we deal with. But to put on a face, to have to go in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain. That's heartbreaking in and of itself. Um, right. That, that was the reason why, um, you know, her Olympic dreams were crushed. No, but I think also this also, I think, ties into the fact that, you know, black people in this country and people of color have been targeted for years ba- for the use of marijuana and how many people are incarcerated. So it, it really like opens up this huge, horrible, horrible can of worms. And unfortunately, it sort of feels like we're not any further to like any solution when it comes to i don't know rectifying the situation like this person should be competing in the olympics and going along with that um elsewhere in racism at the olympics uh the international swimming federation a few weeks ago said that it was banning a certain type of swim cap that was designed for natural black hair for you know saying it was against regulation or like didn't fit the right sides of the head or something equally ridiculous um which obviously feels like is is a direct attack uh for women with natural hair and um now they're allegedly reviewing that decision but at this time of recording we don't have we don't we haven't learned whether or not they're still visiting they're still visiting the time right well on on a slightly uplifting note I mean, uplifting for her, at least, because she's going to get some money. Um, Shikari did appear in a new Beats by Dre ad a couple of weeks ago. So it was like, you know, Kanye rolling out his his new music. So take that for what it's worth. But at least she's getting that those endorsement deals. And hopefully we can see her at the next Olympics. Meanwhile, speed walking is an actual Olympic sport. So it just feels like all the focus is in all the wrong places. Anyways, um, let's take a quick break and then we're going to get into some questions Um, that we have about the Olympics.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so as we know, there are, you know, different rules and regulations um, for the Olympics this year, last year. It's 2020, but we're in 2021. It'll be confusing forever. But um, one of the questions that I have is, are they really going to be sleeping in cardboard beds? Yes. Yes, they are really sleeping on cardboard beds. The athletes will be. But it's not for the reason you think. It sounds like it's because of COVID somehow or as one athlete, Paul Kalimo, Kalimo, Chalimo, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he thought the beds were made of cardboard so that it, people couldn't have sex on them because you, it wouldn't be able to support two people um, to stop the spread of COVID. But it has nothing to do with COVID. It has nothing to do with sex. It was always planned for the beds to be made of cardboard. And it's all about sustainability and making them out of recyclable materials that can be used again afterwards. I don't I don't love that for the athletes. These people are supposed to be competing at like their highest levels and they have to come back and sleep on cardboard. I mean, allegedly they said it's comfortable. They said they're strong. So the beds aren't there to prevent COVID. But Zareen, answer me this. What are they actually doing to prevent COVID and to promote social distancing other than the anti-sex beds? Well, Becky, I'm so glad you asked because there are a few things that they are doing, starting with um, making the Olympics a dry event this go around. Yes. That will also that also sounds anti-sex to me. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of this stuff does feel like anti-sex. Very rude of Japan. Um, The alcohol ban came in light of the Japanese public that's super not thrilled that Japan is hosting the event despite being a literal state of emergency. Yikes. Um, For context, only 22 percent of the population wants the Olympics to actually happen. Um, so I think, you know, it kind of reminds me of like the New York City food and drink rule. Remember back in the dark ages when we couldn't just go to a restaurant and have a drink? We always had to have like some kind of food in line because Cuomo hates fun. Um, just kidding. It doesn't hate fun. But still, it kind of reminds me of that. But I do think, yes, it'll help, you know, less fraternization, whatever. Um, speaking of. There also seems to be a look but don't touch policy happening. And that's, being my poli- that's my personal <laughs> policy, too. Yeah, is it? <laughs> it's like they're in the town from Footloose. Yes. Yes. No dancing and no touching. Um, yes. But uh, the condom distribution at the Olympics this year is going to be a little bit lighter than it has been in the um, past. You know, condoms have been handed out since 1988. Um, what, either being what? party <laughs> in the Olympic village. <laughs> I always like. It seems so fun, you know. It's just like summer. Well, camp. I don't know. There's always rumors about like STDs being spread and stuff. So. Oh, gross! Don't bring logic into bringing this. less condoms not going to help with that. <laughs> well, a there the distribution is being limited. So this year the organization the organizers are handing out about 160 thousand versus you know a record in the past at the Rio Games, which was 450 thousand condoms. But I'm Good sorry, God. what is that going to do? Like what, DJ, play "Take You to Rio." Let me take you to Rio, Rio, fly over the ocean, 
But like, what? what is that going to do, really? I mean, we don't have to get that far down the road, but are, are they I not mean, going to have access? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I mean, don't you remember that line in Mean Girls? Don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. Don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. And that worked on all of us. There so you go. This is going to work on all the athletes. I think that's what they're... But also, they're supposed to be souvenirs, so I guess... Don't worry about coffee mugs. This year, just take back condoms. Like, here I was. Here's my souvenir. Okay. Put on your mantle. I better be taking back COVID, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then also, there's going to be no humans allowed. Spectators. There will be humans allowed. <laughs> just not all, the, all the sports will be performed <laughs> by animals, aliens, and robots. A dream. Um, no, but there will be no spectators allowed at all. Obviously, earlier they had yeah, well, announced. Who wants to be there if they can't drink? Well, they can't do anything. Also, the reason at first they were like, yeah, we'll have people in stands. It'll only be 50 percent capacity. And also you'll all be muzzled. I mean, and they will be they were only going to allow it to be um, local, like domestic yeah, people, local folks. And then but it was like you can't even speak. You can't make noise and at this point. Like, just stay at home and watch it on your couch. Good God. So now there's just it's nobody all the beers allowed. and condoms as far as the eye can see. No, the only thing, yeah. So due to this new Delta variant that has made an appearance to your point earlier, uh, no spectators will be allowed. That'll be interesting. I don't really think about the spectators as being heavily involved in the the viewing experience. I think it's going to be more of a situation for stadium uh, sports like soccer uh, than it is, you know, gymnastics or diving or something where it feels like everyone's in complete silence anyway. But like, is it going to be like baseball games where they're going to have a fake audience. I guess we already know because it's been on for four days. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We've been watching all weekend. Oops. Okay, Zareen, do you have a question you'd like to ask me? (laughs) Uh, Yes, I do. Um, Becky, tell me what happens if the athletes test positive for COVID while in Tokyo. Well, Zareen, it's already already started. It started before the Olympics even began. So... For some people, it prevented them from even coming. Uh, tennis star Coco Gauff was planning on competing, but she tested positive beforehand and she ended up withdrawing. Uh, other athletes had safety fears, whether they had it or not. Um, Serena Williams did not test positive, but she didn't end up go- going because of restrictions with traveling. But in terms of actually testing positive so of course they are all in this bubble and they have very specific restrictions in place i mean you don't have to go through the whole entire protocol but it's not you're not automatically disqualified if you test positive it's sort of like they double confirm that you're positive then they move you to another place to be quarantined and you know they they do the 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 standard contact tracing i mean it's not good for you but then eventually they review the case to determine whether or not you can continue competing so i don't know it's not a good sign but there it doesn't mean you're automatically disqualified i I also don't know why i'm envisioning this as like if you test positive they come into your hotel room like room raiders and like put a bag over your head and like take you into they just press a button and the (laughs) the floor falls out below you and you just like are dropped directly into a dungeon (laughs) it sounds like you're fucking chaos I don't know. Listen, there's never been a more exciting time to be an alternate. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is their time to it shine. It really is. Number two, it's your time. Well, this has been a real downer, Zreen. Is there any good news about the Olympics, you might wonder? I mean, they do have a sustainability plan. To your point, they're using those <laughs> cardboard beds. Oh, yeah. Saving the planet one cardboard bed at a time. Um 
They have about 5,000 medals. They're going to be distributed, made from recycled electronic products. My old Nutribullet is part of that, um, which I am very sad about. When I think about the cardboard beds, I just keep thinking about that scene from The Office where Jim uh, covers Dwight's entire desk in wrapping paper, and he thinks it's his real desk, and then he throws his bag on it, and the whole thing just collapses because it's made of cardboard. That's what I imagine happening when you jump on your cardboard bed. But again, they said they're very strong. <laughs> well, they said they said they were strong. Yeah, well, if Tokyo says if Japan, John Japan Olympics, knows. No. John Olympics said that Listen, that this bed was, is. This was his wife, Jane Olympics. <laughs> She's in charge of the beds. Um. All right. Well, you know. Something else we're looking forward to is actually watching some of these incredible athletes. And when we get back, we'll talk about the ones that we don't want to miss and some of the new sports that are coming out and all more positive stuff. I think I speak for literally everyone, at least in America, when I say... Most of us are here to see the women's gymnastics. It's the most fun. It's what everyone really rallies around. I know I have since I was a child. And of course, that's led by Simone Biles, the greatest gymnast of all times. But this year, the U.S. team has six women who are competing and then a couple of alternates. And it's Simone Biles, Jade Carey, Jordan Childs, Sunisa Lee, Grace McCollum, and Michaela Skinner, who was an alternate in 2016. But the rest of them, other than Simone, have not competed in the Olympics before. So we got a bunch of fresh faces, names to follow. Yes. Yeah, so Simone Biles, who currently has four gold medals, to her credit, um, if she medals in all five events she's favored in, Biles is going to be the first American woman to earn five gold medals at a single game, which is wild. Um, someone I'm actually really looking forward to watching is Allison Felix. She's the only female track and field athlete to win six Olympic gold medals, TBT, to when she called out her then-sponsor Nike in May of 2019 for cutting her pay after the birth of her daughter Cameron because Rude. the world is a terrible place. Um, after her daughter was born, you know, she, like most women, I think, felt, unfortunately, the pressure to return to 100% as soon as possible. And she wrote an op-ed in the New York Times about this, um, basically that her contract with Nike had expired and the company wanted to pay her 70% less than her previous agreement, which is... Of course they did. Disgusting. Um, but obviously, after she called them out, Nike changed its policy, you don't say, to guarantee that pregnant athletes pay can't be cut for 18 months up um, from its 2018 policy of 12 months, which is just garbage. But also, you know, I'm really looking forward to watching her. I think her story is amazing. And I'm, it's nice to get a little bit of attention on something positive that she's doing. And also, she gave birth. How dare you cut her pay, you asshole? Segways are weird. Caleb Dressel. <laughs> Everyone gets hyped up about the swimming, races in the water. Uh, he, I do hate when people are like, is he the new blah, blah, blah? But is he the new Michael Phelps? We'll find out. But um, he's currently the world record holder in the 50-meter freestyle and the 100-meter butterfly. But... He has the opportunity to also get the new record for the 100 meter freestyle. So anyone who's wrecking up those world records is interesting to me. Wow. Speaking of uh, things you hate in terms of is he the next? I think the next Usain Bolt is someone that I'm looking forward to watching. Noah Lyles, he's 24 years old. 
Um, this kid's just amazing. You know, he's been super vocal about his mental health struggles and casually creates music under the name of Nojo18. Running this track and they came to defeat me. I just mailed their heads back. These pros, they couldn't believe it. And it's not bad and also has mad fashion. And I can appreciate all those things at the same time. So I'm really looking forward to Noah Lyles, a.k.a. the new Usain Bolt. Noah Lyles rhymes with Simone Biles and also reminds me that Simone Biles previously said she is neither the next Michael Phelps nor the next Usain Bolt, but she's the first Simone Biles. That's right. Much like the first Katie Ledecky (laughs) as we go back to swimming. Um, She is also one to watch. She won five Olympic golds and set two world records back in 2016. U.S. swimmers getting it done. She has broken 14 world records. But my favorite fun fact about Katie Ledecky is that she missed her graduation from Stanford for the Olympic trials. Wow. Wow. It's a big year for her. But all these accomplishments just make me feel like shit. You could still, I mean, you you were knocking the speed walking before, but that seems like something that you <laughs> that could really achieve. Seems like the, my only in really yeah, is. Dream big, Zareen. Not if you keep disparaging <laughs> it like this. You'll never be the champion. That's fair. Well, speaking of dream big, one of my, uh, another athlete that I'm really looking forward to watching is Laurel Hubbard, who is the first transgender athlete to complete in the, compete in the Olympics. At the ripe age of 43, I love that so much, um, competed in the men's weightlifting before transitioning in 2013. So I think we have so much further to go, but look how far we've come. Ooh, that's like that gymnast, Oksana Chuzovitina. She is 46 and she's competing in her eighth Olympic Games. I love that. I love that. She won, like, a, she won a gold medal in 1992 and a silver medal in 2008. She's representing Uzbekistan, and that's going to be fun to watch. See, Zareen, it's not too late. She's 46. No, it's not. That Wait, gives you plenty a... of time to get it together for Wait, your speed walking. A, you, a... could be, you could be the speed walking champion at age 50. You're right. It's not too late for me. I think maybe it's just watching all these like, American sports, watching the NBA finals where you know, when someone walks in at the age of like 35, they're like, wow, look at this man. I can't believe he's still walking. You're like, it's over for me. Tom Brady, who is 41 with a 41 year old arm, <laughs> yes. wins another Super Bowl. Can you believe it? Yeah. Miracles can happen. Miracles OK, can- well, those are the athletes that we just some of the many athletes and One of my favorite parts of the Olympics is that new heroes emerge all the time. You're watching the Olympics. You see one of those backstories. They tell you their sad, sad story. You learn so much. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm all in on this person who I literally never heard of two days ago. Yes, that is my favorite. The fandom that follows the Olympic athletes actually is something that becomes very fun as you're going along. Also, so many weird memes and and things to follow that are going to go viral. So, Gia. 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 Don't take jail away. Well, speaking of new athletes, what better way to introduce yourself to new athletes than with new sports? This Olympics has everything. It has surfing. It has skateboarding. It has new cycling discipline called BMX freestyle. It has karate. It has sport climbing and also a new version of basketball. Did you get all that? This new version of basketball, which is three on three and a half court contest, um, is basically now streetball is part of the Olympics is what I'm is what I'm understanding. I mean, Which is, speed walking is already part of the Olympics. Why not this? That's true. Take the Olympics to Rucker Park and just watch people play basketball out there. That's all you need. Honestly, that's where all the talent is anyway. It's kind of crazy to me that skateboarding and surfing haven't been part of the Olympics before when snowboarding is so big. They seem like they're complements of each other. 
You can't believe it. Speed walking has been part of the Olympics. No, for I'm saying I can't believe they haven't been. <laughs> oh, yes. I was like, I don't know. Like why? No. Like why? I mean, like surfing seems like a hard one depending on where the Olympics are being held. But yeah, that's fair. That's going to be have found ways. I mean, that's... the fact that skateboarding hasn't has really I, I feel like Tony Hawk has really been robbed of this. I also don't know. Oh, Ryan Sheckler. Remember him? He had a show on MTV. I do. Um, but the skateboarding is going to be both on an obstacle course and on a street. So that's going to be fun to watch. I mean, Olympic sport climbing is also really fun to, fun to me as someone who had a short, I wouldn't say career, one whole summer spent rock climbing, mostly <laughs> mostly influenced by person I was dating at the time, but whatever. <laughs> I think it's interesting to watch people compete in a bouldering competition for a gold well, also, medal. Also, to me, this feels like watching like American Ninja Warrior, but make it the Olympics. <laughs> American Ninja Warrior might be in the Olympics someday. I could see that. It does it's require like competitive an insane, obstacle yeah. course. I mean, beach volleyball. If you can, if you can make it into a sport, people also do love beach volleyball. That's not new, but it's no, here. yeah. That's been fun for. I guess that's been. But you know what? Your favorite sport, karate. Is not going to be. <laughs> it's, it's not my favorite sport. I just, you know, you can't not think about Ross from Friends talking about karate. Karate. Look, I studied karate for a long time. <laughs> but yeah, exciting to mix it up a little bit. I think watching surfing is going to be fun. They're headed out to the beach next to the beach volleyball. I don't know if they're if they're doing them both at the same time, but I I mean I think for me I, I'd probably mostly be interested in surfing and skate. Well, surfing and maybe this new version of basketball. You seem very intrigued by the new version of basketball. Yeah, mostly because it's a. It just feels like they're playing a game of horse. A what about the, what about the BMX freestyle? <laughs> no, that has like big daredevil like, cyclists. That's like remember Excite Bike. <laughs> yeah, this has like heavy live like, monster truck rally energy, and I want to stay as far away from that as possible. I don't know if I love that. Mostly for me, I'm really interested in learning how they actually will score surfing because I truly do not get it. So, well, they have surfing competitions. No, I know, but I don't care to watch those. Now, I'm <laughs> like, you could probably find out now, how they score those. Now it's being served to me on a platter. That's how I like everything handed to me in one place. Don't make me go out and look for it. Bring it to me. Explain it to me right then. That's what I want. Well, you better set your YouTube TV to record. Oh, all the I have against my will, even if I didn't want to. YouTube TV is out here shoving the Olympics down my YouTube throat, TV. So. Please pay us. For our accounts. (laughs) Sponsor us, please. Sponsor us. Okay. Well, speaking of serving you things on a platter, I'm going to give you a burning question that's going to be fun for you because I like to put into the universe what I'd like to receive. And I know you won't give me a burning question. That's fun for me next week. But maybe if I manifest (laughs) it, it'll work. So you can dream. I feel like I often start mine with Serene, congratulations. But Serene, congratulations. You've been selected for the three-on-three basketball tournament oh, wow. of champions at the Olympics. Oh, God. Playing horse? <laughs> yes. No, you're competing in three-on-three. Um, for the sake of this exercise, I'm going to tell you it's a non-gendered event. So you can pick two men or two women or one of each to compete with you on the court. And for the sake of this exercise, I'll tell you that anyone is eligible, whether or not they're in the NBA or what the other rules are, you can have anyone. So you could have me and also Kevin Durant, if you want, you could have Steph Curry and also Jennifer Lawrence, whoever you want, who is going to be on the team with you. Now I'm obviously going to pick 
Sabrina Ionescu. Bugs Bunny. Sorry. <laughs> Our Space Jam 2 is on my mind. <laughs> no, get it. Got get Space Jam 2 as far away from me as possible. I pick Sabrina Ionescu and Giannis Antetokounmpo. He just won the final. Those are my two picks, and I stand by them. DJ, play All I Do Is Win. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. Not Over It is hosted and produced by Becky Kirsch and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Allison Noel and Lisa Sugar. Have something to share? Tell us the moments you're not over by emailing us at notoverit at popsugar.com. Thanks for listening.